Y'all, I am not even going to lie to you. I am in a mood and I have been in a mood, I feel like, all week. The week isn't even over, but you know, we well into the week and not even like a consistent like, ah, mood. I don't know what that meant. I don't know what that is, but like I could feel it like humming in the background kind of how my heat may do in this episode because I'm chilly today and I just did not feel like turning it off. So if you hear it come on, don't act like you're brand new around here. And if you are brand new around here, the backstory is sometimes when I record and I forget to turn off my heat, my heat becomes the second host of this podcast. So we're all caught up. So if you hear it, you hear it. But I have just been in a mood of moods. Like... I can't even explain it. I know part of it is because I'm constantly pushing the boulder up the hill during my day job and that is exhausting while also trying to figure out so many things on that end. And then oftentimes in my own business, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Even when I do know what I'm doing, it's like, I don't know how to lick an envelope. It's all falling apart. Like, me and the dramatics, but you know, this week just hasn't been the best week for me. And I share that not to be like, oh, this won't be a podcast, but I'm going to have an attitude. But I share that to say it's okay to not be okay sometimes. And if it goes a step further where you feel like you're not okay beyond your control, I hope that you have resources around you that you can reach out to, to um, feel as though you're a part of a village or feel like you, you know, have someone to talk to. But yeah, so my my mood this week has been a little bit off, like even to the point that I wanted to name this podcast episode The Middle Finger after the Wale song. And then I was like, I'm not naming this episode after any song because I can do what I want, which is funny because <laughs> I had said a couple of weeks ago that one thing I love about this podcast is that it's all on me. And, you know, I don't have to worry about if somebody walks away, what happens in my business like it's me. The best part about this podcast is that it's all on me and it makes me think about when they say um when women are going through something or a change is coming or they feel out of control they cut their hair that's not necessarily true for me I cut my hair whenever I feel like it I'll cut my hair on a Wednesday but you know that that has been said I haven't researched the topic before I started talking about it today, but it's been said that, you know, oftentimes women will do that when they feel like they're going through life changing events or anything and they feel out of control. They control the one thing that they can control, which is their hair and cut it. I feel like that's how I've been this week with my podcast, where it's like, I can't get people to listen here. I can't get this thing to work. I'm just so unsure and so within my own head about so much stuff. The podcast is over. <laughs> what what can I control? The podcast. Quit. Fire. Whatever it is. It is over because I said so because I control it. So, you know, although in my good mind, I knew that that wasn't true. I did, I did think about potentially being janky this week and being like, well, if nobody's listening, I'm not posting this podcast on a regular basis. Like if I wanted to talk to myself, I can sit in my house and talk to myself. I'm not doing this. And then I went on like a little Instagram rant, which is hilarious. And I literally said in the rant, like, don't y'all tell me what to do, (laughs) whatever. My friends and family do not care. They call me like, get it together. 
what are you talking about? We don't want to hear this crap. And I'm like, I said I was just going through something. They're like, yeah, well, we're just going to tell you what we want to tell you. And I appreciate those people in my life that don't care about my big personality and are like, nobody, nobody's scared of you. Shut up. So that is my little rant to start off this podcast episode. But let's get some house cleaning out of the way. And then we can get into some of the topics that I thought about today because quiet is kept. My notes only have like two lines. Okay, really, it's like five. But it's not extensive notes today. So we just going off of vibes because it's a vibe. Welcome to Janky Voice Notes with Shay. Episode, it's a vibe. I do not know how you found your way here, but I am so excited that you're here. And we're going to get into a bunch of things today, so let's not waste time. Guys, how do you like the new intro? I really cut it down, and I don't know if it's good or not. So to my four consistent listeners, hello, um, let me know. Let me know how that sounds. I'm tr- working on the intro. I still do not have my normal voice back yet but I feel like it's getting there um my voice kind of fatigues after a while if I talk too long which is crazy for somebody who has a podcast but we are pushing through and we are doing what needs to be done in continuation of the episode rant um that you guys heard at the top of the podcast I wanted to say in my earlier episodes of the podcast when I was really focusing on giving listeners business advice specifically entrepreneurs who are starting smaller businesses, who are just trying to figure it all out, I would often tell you, you can't make people support you. And to continue to do the work because it matters and the people that are supposed to be there will show up. I'm repeating that not for you, but for myself. So in my attitude-fueled rant, on Instagram earlier this week. I'm like, I'm doing everything in my power. I'm posting on a regular schedule. Y'all be in my Instagram stories every day, watching my stories every day, ha ha he he and commenting every day. <laughs> but when I ask y'all to go to the website or to listen to the podcast, y'all don't do it. Like, first of all, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? That's what I would have said if I was y'all. Who are you talking to, ma'am? Because you're not talking to me. And then also follow your own advice. Like maybe people enjoy the things that you put in your stories and you figure out how to integrate that tone into your business. That's what makes sense. Instead of being angry that things aren't going the way that you wanted to go at the speed that you wanted to go at, figure out what's working and test it out because all of this is a test. I don't know about larger businesses. I don't have a larger business. Um, I've never scaled and sold a business. So this is where I'm at. I'm just speaking from my position as an independent business owner. It's all trial and error. And the person who tells you that they have the game book or the blueprint is lying. Trust me, I have so many business books. And even when I read through them, although they sound confident and affirming, If you read between the lines, it's kind of like, shit, I lucked up. Like, I lucked up, but I was prepared. And I think that's what matters. Like, don't luck up and not have anything to show for it. Although I'm in a season or in a moment of like, none of this matters. None of this matters. I do all this work. It doesn't matter. It's not true. Because by the time I'm ready to scale my media company or by the time I get more supporters and listeners and customers and things of that nature, 
there's so much content here already. I can reuse my content. I can slice it up. I can reintroduce it. So the work does matter. And case in point of that, <laughs> the same day I went on my rant, which Monday was a day for me, I guess. It was Mondaying, which is odd because I like Mondays, but it was Mondaying for me. Um, I went on my Twitter, which I don't go on often. Like, I'm really just an Instagram girl. Sometimes I'm on the other apps, but I'm really an Instagram girl. It might be my age, it might be the millennial in me, but that's what works for me. Like, I can dance, but I don't got time to be throwing my arms and busting out my ankle trying to do a TikTok dance. That's just not where I'm at. That's just not what works for me. It's not going to happen. So I happened to, I don't even know if I went on my Twitter, to be honest. I happened to open my business laptop and it was open to my social media, which at that particular moment was my Twitter. And I saw a picture of myself and I was like, did I post a picture of myself? <laughs> I really had to think about it for a second. Like, whose page is this? Like, what? what is, why is this on my timeline? And it just so happens that it was um, my happy flow. So my happy flow is a supplement company ran by a media person. I think that's how she would describe herself who transitioned into, um, menstrual care type of thing. I don't know. You have to read her bio. Um, and I wasn't planning on talking about this. I don't necessarily have notes on this, but you know, has transitioned into, um, healthy menstruation, healthy, happy periods for women. And she created a supplement called My Happy Flow. So I've been taking My Happy Flow since its inception, since it's been available for purchase on the market. And for me, I have found that it alleviates some of the up and downness with my period. And I don't know if I'm the best person for that because I didn't have horrible periods. Like I didn't have horrible cramps. I didn't have a particularly long period. Like, you know, I have my own set of issues, but I just felt like it did what needed to be done. And then even on the back end of that, I don't know if I shared this story before, but I'm sharing it again. They were answering questions and doing lives about products, um, menstrual cycles. And it just so happens that it aligned with the time where I was really just over it. I was like, I don't know why my cycle is irregular. I spent most of my life with my cycle being regular. Like this is crazy. I've tried everything. My doctors aren't helping me. I can't get any answers. I don't know what's going on. So I like DM them and I don't know, desperation. And I don't even know if I really expected to get a response, but the person responded. And not only did they respond, like it wasn't a one-off, like, oh, our business responds to everybody that's coming in because our business is just starting up and we want to get engagement. Like the person had a conversation with me, like voice notes, writing back, links, <laughs> all of that, all the things that I can try. And from there, I really was able to get a healthier, happier um, cycle. Like, of course, there's still some up and downs, but really my cycle came back and I couldn't have thanked them or thanked her enough because I really was at my wits and it really was driving me crazy and it was just everything I needed. But I say all that to say, so when I went on the um, Twitter, I saw that my happy flow, that's what the brand is if I didn't say it, my happy flow had, y'all, y'all low key stole a picture from my Instagram, but it's fine. <laughs> I had taken a picture from my Instagram, they tagged me and 
um, put my testimonial there. So they asked for testimonials, but I think honestly, I got to go back and look. I think I wrote that on Twitter. I probably was having a good day and was like, my happy flow, changing my life out here. Um, so they took what I said on Twitter about their product and with my picture and use that as their testimonial. And it reminded me to stay within my good self because the day that I just feel like everything's falling apart, somebody else had been watching me. They may not have been following me. They may not have been doing what I think they should do, but they have been watching me enough to use my content to go with my testimonial to post on their page and attribute to me. Yes, it's good for their company to show testimonials, but that means that they also had to go through my social media. So if I post it on Twitter, it's assumed that maybe my Twitter handle is my Instagram handle. So they had to go on my Instagram handle. Then they had to find a picture that worked with their brand and then posted it. What I would have preferred to happen was to partner with them because I would have loved to do that. But, you know, we're going to put that in the atmosphere and who knows, it may happen one day. But it just reminded me to stick to some of my rules. And one of them is I try my best not to like... <laughs> rant on social media like I have conversations I may say things but Monday was like a rant like are y'all serious are y'all serious like not knowing the whole time that this other company was watching me and I think sometimes I don't give myself credit because I'm like well you know I only have this amount of followers on my Instagram so it doesn't matter it doesn't make a difference but those amount of followers are additional followers to whatever brand wants to work with me. So even if I have 32 followers, there's 32 people that hopefully I can get into their door to buy their product, and that's how these partnerships work. So that leads me to our podcast tip this week, because although I do not have a lot of notes, I did write this down because I wanted to make sure that I said it. It all matters. It all matters all of the work matters. You never know who's watching and paying attention. Did I tell you about that time that Will Smith's company, um, his production company, and I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, was watching my Instagram stories? And it wasn't like it was one story. They had watched like a series of my stories over two days. And I assume that's when they were working on Bel Air or whatever. And they were looking for black creative talent. Um, it was probably just like sussing through hashtags with black writer, director, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I felt so unprepared at that time because I was like, they don't know what I do. What about the work? But I had content there. And if they really wanted to reach out, they were impressed, they would have found it. Or, you know, they would have done it. So maybe I just wasn't the fit for what they were looking for. Oh, Westbrook. That's what it's called, Westbrook. Wasn't the fit for what they were looking for at the time. But never underestimate what you're doing and the impact that it is having. Because it may not be big today, but who's who's to say in six months, a year, or five years, it isn't everything that you need to be, to be prepared for what you'll be doing at that time. Um, so I'm saying to you and saying to me, all the work matters, all the steps, all the things you feel like failures, all the things you feel are feel like are triumphs. All of that stuff is a combination of what you need to be where you're trying to go. And nobody has good days every day. But if I can't say this humbly, remember that your bad days are not all of your days. At least I hope they're not. Um, yeah. So see, if I can be that person in a mood... <laughs> We, we we all have a semblance of it somewhere in ourselves. And it makes me think about a conversation 
that was also had around me. Like people are really gonna stop talking about me. Like I'm not sitting in. It's it's the it's, it's me feeling like they want me to cut up. Okay, I understand I'm a vibe, but don't play with me. Don't ever play with me. I'll knock all this stuff over. Don't ever play with me. But no, it was a positive conversation. But people are just casually talking. They're like, you know, she's the positive one. And in my head, I'm like, am I the always positive one? I don't, it's not the first time that I've heard it, which is the funny part. But I'm like, I don't necessarily feel like I'm always the positive one. Is it that I have common sense? I feel like it might be that I have common sense. Or that everybody reacts to different things differently. Like, I may be at home having a whole meltdown, but I think one of my greatest attributes is that I have the ability to assess and assess quickly, even in a moment. Like, in the moment of something happened, I could kind of assess like, yeah, let's not focus on that because that's not the long-term thing. I understand that it may seem really, really big, but if we're looking at the full picture, this is what it can be. So I guess sometimes as people telling me that I find the silver lining and everything or that I am very positive, it's just that maybe I am. <laughs> I'm really good at looking at big picture stuff. That that's just something I'm good at. Like, what is the big picture? How does all of this impact what the big picture is? I say that stuff in interviews. Like, what do you think you're good at? The big picture? Because people get stuck in the weeds so much they can't see the trees from the forest or the forest from the trees or whatever you want to say. And I think sometimes my ability to assess really helps when people are too in the weeds. But don't get me messed up because I felt I felt like it was a backhand compliment. I ain't gonna hold you. Oh, she's always the positive, like like I'm stupid. No, I just have the good common sense that Jesus gave to a cow. Like stop, you stop it. Moving along. <laughs> I don't know what episode I started saying moving along in, but now it's clearly part of what I say um, during my podcast. So moving right along, and I don't want to move along into this and. I thought about where to put this in the podcast and I didn't really want to save it to the end because I want to be able to somewhat leave us on a high note depending on where my brain goes because we don't have enough notes but um, I do know what I want to talk about but I figured earlier would be better because acting like it didn't happen and acting like I don't know that this is a topic this week or just a topic in this country period doesn't serve us and I'm just gonna talk about it when I started this podcast I said there were things I probably wouldn't touch on because I know how I am emotionally as a person so forth and etc I know how I am I can get attached to things things can feel personal this thing that we're going to talk about is very personal to me um and I think a lot of us but also I can't ignore blatant attacks that happen and sometimes I feel like my reaction isn't right because I feel like I'm numb a little bit to it but I feel like that also is a way of me protecting myself in my space because if I have to wake up every day and think about the amount of people who hate me because of the color of my skin because of my gender it's terrifying it is disheartening and it is something that I can't let be the focal point on my life but it is a reality 
especially in this country. It is a reality. And let me say for those that are listening that do not identify as black or a woman, it's more hurtful when you pretend like it's not real or, oh, they're always throwing out the race card. You know, there wouldn't be such thing as a race card if there wasn't racism. Okay. Like there's nobody always throwing out a race card. It's not somebody always doing things or they're always crying wolf. No, no. You sit up here and you watch these figureheads talk about things as if black people aren't real as if we are not human. I had to watch a segment of a particular broadcast for my job and I wanted to throw up in my mouth because these people are actually crazy. And then they put it out there as if it's news and it makes their watchers or followers, whatever, believe the BS that they say. And it's it's really crazy. Like even as a media person, as a journalist, I'm like, where are your facts? Where are your research? Show me the car facts of this information because what are y'all talking about? This is actually crazy town. <laughs> crazy town. I'm sorry. I digress. I really did. It's just, whew, let me get let me get to the subject because I don't want to stay on it too long. As a woman and as a black woman, each week it gets harder to enjoy just daily stuff as the weight of what can be done to us for no reason bears down on me. And I'm aware of it because I'm oftentimes in white spaces, which why are they considered white spaces? But I am like Boston. Um, it's it's frightening. Even if we're not constantly thinking about it, it's the hum of like, if I see a pickup truck with a Confederate flag drive by and he look at me and he has paraphernalia of groups that do not align with caring about black lives and black bodies. Is he going to circle the block and do something to me? Is he going to harm me? Is he going to harm people that I love? It, it, and it's not something that you like think about and freezes you. It's the fact that you have to think about like, where'd he go? Like if we in a parking lot, where'd he go? Did he go in the store? Where'd he go? <laughs> and you may think I'm crazy for saying that, but case in point, Buffalo, New York. Somebody probably was like, why you got full body armor? I'm like, you know what? These women are tripping. Like, you know, trying to like protect our peace, protect our space and going about our day, not knowing that somebody has so much hate in their heart that they will drive three hours to kill 10 people in a neighborhood that they are not from because they solely hate those people based off of the color of their skin. So when people say don't teach critical race theory or don't teach the full history of this country, good, bad, ugly, and indifferent. This is what it's festering, a culture of hate. It's leading to it. It's continuing it. It is hiding realities to uphold a supremacy for what? For for what? Fair? You fear we better? Hmm. My thoughts, my prayers, my heart is with the family and friends of those who were murdered in Buffalo, New York at the top supermarket. I would read each of their names, but I am low-key bad with names and I want to give them the respect of not saying their name wrong, but acknowledging that their life matters and they will be remembered for who they were and not how they died because that matters too. Like that person doesn't get the power to change the history of their lives. So I say 
remember these people do the work where you can and I don't know if there's anything else more profound I can say I don't even know if that was profound but I did want to take a moment to acknowledge that okay I know that was heavy 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 but I want to get into some lighter topics now because we're just going to do a little bit of a lighter note I would say moving right along, but moving right along doesn't seem fitting for the topic we just discussed and going into a next topic. So I will just say next topic. Okay. So I mentioned earlier in the podcast that I did not have a lot of notes, but I had things that I wanted to touch on. And in true shade fashion, I have forgotten one or two of those things. But the one thing that I did not forget is... I think we should cover relationships this week. I know for the past few weeks, we've been talking about my relationship, hijinks and shenanigans as far as romantic and dating. Um, but I do want to get back to a topic we discuss a lot or we have discussed a lot on this podcast and that's friendship. This wasn't on my bingo card for this week, but I'm going to discuss it before I get into the other one. I was watching a podcast this week and the topic of friendships and supporting your friends came up and the two podcast hosts were like more black women need friendships that are supportive if we could just do that we could take over the world and I didn't really like the rhetoric of it and I'm not one of the people who watched the clip and then watch the episode I actually was listening to the episode and I just felt like where does that come from why do you think that black women do not have thriving supportive friendships like, why do you believe that you are a unicorn within your friendship? Maybe you just don't have enough exposure to women supporting women. But I talk about it often on this podcast, how I have a village of women who support me. I support women. And I think pushing along that rhetoric or continuing to reinforce that Black women do not get along is irresponsible because... That is not the experience of the whole group. Yeah, are there stereotypes of what our friendships include? Yes. But why would you say if more of us can do this, I honestly feel like a majority of us are doing it. And not to say that social media is real life, but do you not see these travel pages and sisterhoods and people posting with their group of girlfriends that they've known like a hundred years? So what makes you think that your friendship is a unicorn friendship? That one just rubbed me wrong. And I'm not, you know, I'm not naming the podcast because I don't typically name the things that I'm talking about because this is not a critique of the entire podcast. I think it is, um, it has some gems in some episodes, but I, I don't, I just, for me, it rubbed me the wrong way. The idea of like, oh, our friendship is just so unique because we figured out the cheat code of how black women should get along. It's like, ma'am, maybe you need to live a little bit longer. Um, open up your friend circle, open up your mind and meet more people and know that a lot of women are operating in this way. Is it true that a lot of women don't get along and there's some, I hate to even say it, cattiness? Yes, but to make it seem like black women just don't have thriving, growing, supportive friendships is irresponsible. So shout out to my village. Shout out to the women who call on me. Um, when they need support, encouragement, upliftment, and truths. And 
Shout out to everybody who have people like that in their lives. Like, stop it. So I, know, I know we are in the day and age where everybody's special, but do not push that rhetoric of black women do not get along. I feel like, you know, in true Sherelle contradicts herself fashion, I'm about to move right into a topic that contradicts what I just said. But like I said, not all friendships are the same. So I am not reviewing this because I don't review reality TV that that's just like for my good times. But I'm glad that I was a little bit late recording this podcast because it gave me a chance to watch season 10 episode one of basketball wise I know I heard y'all judgment did y'all just sigh stop it <laughs> stop it everything can't be history channel like stop leave me alone um but so I was watching an episode of basketball wives and it's funny because on last week's episode I said we should talk about friendships and that type of relationship and what do you do when friendships kind of fizzle out like how do you handle that is essentially a breakup right before I get to that side of it I, it, it leads to the topic because we're talking about breakdowns of friendships, but what I didn't appreciate about the storyline for Basketball Wives, and this is for Malaysia and Brandy, it brought up for me a lot of the times when people will say to me about friendships, like when friendships aren't working out, they're like, well, you've known the person so long or people, you know, this person's been around for this amount of time at this point. Like, what's the point? Would you tell somebody that if they were divorcing, like their spouse, like, oh, you've been with him for 17 years. Like, why leave now? Because this, this, this is the time. <laughs> the time is now. Okay. But people also kind of lean on that time and trap you in the box as if it's a prison sentence of like, well, you've been here this long, so you might as well stay. No, thank you. No, thank you. And I thought that the Brandy Malaysia thing was a perfect example of it because Brandy, and I'm just going off of what I saw. I do not know these people personally because you know people like to tussle, but Brandy was like really aggressive in her Malaysia should be this person. Malaysia should feel this way. I've known you for 15 years. I've known you for 15 years, but then turns around and tell the girl that you're basically a bad person. You have a character flaw and you're not a good friend, but you should still be my friend. And it's like, she kept throwing off the 15 years, 15 years, 15 years. You do know that people grow apart, right? And I think when I was younger, I didn't completely understand that concept. I'm like, how do you grow apart? Like, you, everybody should want it. And you may not always want it at the same time. But if the bond is strong enough, you can't grow apart. That's not true. That is not true. There are some fundamental things in people's lives, in people's background and their character that as you grow more into yourself or you grow into new phases of your life, that friendships that once served you and fit within your life do not fit anymore. And it's one of those things where people have a hard time adjusting and adapting. So if you're used to being able to tell your friend what to do or your friend doing this or doing that or, you know, not really giving pushback or whatever the case may be, and then they start to not do those things, you automatically think it's them. It's them. They're the problem. How dare they? How dare they? But in reality, they're blossoming into who they are and you're uncomfortable because now you feel like you're losing a sense of control over them. And that is what I took from that Brandy Malaysia situation. Now, as I watch the season further on, it might be different and I will not be recapping it. I'm only talking about it because it goes along with today's topic. And it's like, time can't make you stay. You want to know what's really in my notes? <laughs> 
I do have time, can't make you stay in my nose, but then I have Brandy go to hell because she was doing too damn much. And Malaysia a better person than me because I would have cussed her clear out. You want to cross the line? Let's cross the line. Like the constant picking, the you're a bad friend and I don't like this. So now because you're not talking to this person, all of these things that they were or weren't is the worst thing in the world because now you're not close to them anymore. I, I don't respect that. I don't respect that at all. And you can take that fold it up in a tissue paper, put it in an envelope and mail it to hell because seriously, not moving along, but in the same vein of that topic, I wanted to talk about the breakdown of friendships and how you handle that. So what I find is that what I said earlier, people have a hard time accepting people as they grow. And it's so easy to make somebody a villain in your head than to accept that maybe both parties just, they just don't match the way that they used to. And I don't have any advice. I just want to open the dialogue and say, how do you deal with that? Have you ever had a friendship breakdown, a friendship breakup, or are you in the midst of one? And what does that look like for you? Because what I will say is sometimes, yes, you talk you through you essentially go to relationship counseling is basically what you guys are doing. But if a person has in their mind that you're supposed to be a specific person for the rest of your life, you're supposed to react a specific way. And then they are passive aggressive with you because you won't fall in line. That might not be the place for you. And it happens often. It's like people are used to roles. This is my role. This is your role. Mm, that's not my role anymore. I will say for me, as I grow and I get older, recognizing those who show up for me matter. Um, I used to always say like, oh, you know, I'm a low maintenance friend. I kind of am. I don't really need a lot. And I feel like that has set up space for people to decide what I need. And it's like, but I told you what I needed. I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I feel like I can be a better friend a better godmother, a better niece, cousin, whatever, of course. But I also have to give myself space and grace for what I am able and capable of doing. Because sometimes if you don't tell me directly, I show up how I think you want me to show up and I try not to cross lines. And I find that a lot with being a godmom. It's like, yeah, do I want to do all these things? But I also am like, a little anxious, like, okay, well, maybe they don't. And if you don't tell me to, then I don't. And then it turns into like, maybe I'm not the best one out here. But for the ones who know, they know. And the ones who don't, they don't. If you get it, you get it. And if you don't, you don't. With me being the quote unquote low maintenance friend, um, I find that it's easy for people to try to navigate what I should want, how things should go. And when I speak up and say that's not how these things are going to work for me, which is odd because I speak up a lot. So when people are shocked, I'm like, are we shocked? Are you shocked? <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? It takes people back. And for a while, I had difficulties balancing that because it's like, okay, well, this person would do it for me and I've always done it for them. This is what I should be. No, no, no. Appreciate that the person would do it for you. Accept that if you could, you would. But if you can't, you should have enough, enough friendship capital where you should be 
allowed to embrace. And what I'm also finding for myself is, yeah, I don't require a lot, but I do notice when people don't show up for me. So like when it's this podcast, right? This podcast, my businesses, the web series, all these iterations of things, it doesn't take a lot if I'm quote unquote so close to you for you to support me. And I've had, and I don't mean as far as like, oh, you got to listen every week and this, that, and the third, but I have had times where I've specifically asked for things or I've had friends that just ignore what I'm doing like it's not happening, but will share other people's businesses, share other people's things. And I'm not talking about like what I talked about in the first few episodes of like, oh, you can't make somebody do that X, Y, and Z. That is true. Maybe they just like something else better. But I'm talking about real friendships of like, if you're trying to push the boulder up the hill and your friend is specifically ignoring you, (laughs) not liking stuff, not sharing stuff, not encouraging, not just nothing. There, there's a disconnect there. And I don't mean once or twice. I mean, whatever you're trying to do, if you're trying to start a lemonade stand, if you have a play at the school theater, if you are singing outside to the birds, I'll tell you right now, I'm like, you want me to repost that? You want me to send that? Oh, I'm gonna let them know. And you notice when people don't. I have people that I'm not even that close to anymore who share this podcast, who who just check in because they care about who I am as a person and how things are progressing. And when people stop caring about who you are as a person because you do not fit into the box of what they wanted you to remain or who they want you to be, you really probably should take, you know, a good look at your friendships and understand that people grow apart. Okay. I don't know if I did that topic any damn justice. I feel like I did not, but hopefully I did. And hopefully you guys got some stuff out of it. Typically around this time in episodes, I tell you where I'm at, but I feel like in the intro rant, I told you where I was at. So I covered all types of things in that intro rant. Um, What else? What else? What else? I don't think this will be a particularly long episode, but I think that's it for me. Y'all know P-Valley is coming up. I cannot wait. I'm also really excited about um, the Game of Thrones show that is coming out. I don't know what the name of it is, but it is supposed to be set before the Game of Thrones series that we saw. And I have a podcast at this time, and I don't even think I was um, blogging or writing TV reviews at this time, but Game of Thrones finale let me down. So I'm going to watch this show, but... It better not pull what it pulled the last time because I'm going to be upset. It's not really going to change nobody's life, but I'm going to be upset, okay? But we in there. I'm going to watch that. So let's get our little HBO subscriptions so we can watch that together. I might recap that. Um, What else? What else? What else? I don't know. If I have something else, by God's graces, we'll have another episode next week and we'll discuss it then. So that is where we're at. That is what I'm thinking about recapping. I hope that you have a great week. If you are in Massachusetts, then the weather is supposed to be great here with Boston. The weather is supposed to be great here over the weekend. And I pray for safety for the community and I pray for a good time. Um, I feel like I should have more, but I don't think I have anything else. Is that it? That That's the end? No. <laughs> 
depending on your age, you got that Janet Jackson album. That's the end. Um, yeah, so I think that is it. Until next time, happy Friday.